Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is the 1st of November. My name's Ben. I've got Andrew on the line. Now, neither of us were able to see the Arsenal game, that glorious 5-0 defeat. It doesn't sound like we missed too much, to be honest. So, with it being spooky season, Halloween was yesterday, we thought we'd, we'd enter the twilight zone and take you back in time to an alternate timeline where the smallest moments can have the biggest impact. So, strap in. We are going back in time it is september the first the transfer deadline has passed and andrew my friend we did not sell Illumin and jai this is a very very good day to be a blade absolutely yeah obviously we lost um lost burger which obviously a few people were not happy about but at least we got it done you know pre-season with hamer i think as a as a replacement Got really complain at that, to be honest. Obviously, we're all up in arms when Berger went, but we got uh, Aimer over the line straight away. Mm. Souza coming in and Tom Davis obviously coming in. Um, full pre-season behind him because we got, obviously, the deals done early and everything. And, uh, and, uh, and every, uh, yeah, so I think it's been, uh, <clears throat> I, think it's, I think it could have been better at the window, but, you know, I think it's been decent. I think the signing a Chris Wood on loan on, on uh, right at the end gives an option, you know, with McBurney. Um And yeah, that, I'm looking forward to it now, yeah, for the rest of the season. Yeah, Chris Wood, obviously, you know, he, he scored the winner against us a couple of weeks ago for Forest. So, you know, he, he owes us, doesn't he? But good good for him to come in, yeah, on deadline day. With, yeah. with McAtee as well, that finally got over the line. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. It looks looks all right up front now. You know, we've done this sort of clever deal with with Villa for uh, for Archer, where it's kind of a, a loan that isn't really costing us any money. But the the real headline is yeah. is keeping and Jai, and obviously, <laughs> you know, he's been he's been pivotal in those first three games for us. I mean, I, I don't think we beat Palace in the the first game of the season without and Jai starting. I know Asilu obviously got the goal with that sort of snapshot from the edge of the box, but having. Having Njai on the pitch, it, it meant that Palace, they had something to worry about, didn't they? They couldn't just push everybody forward. Um, yeah, we lost that game to Forest, and then obviously we lost to Man City, but tight game, it, you know, we're always going to lose to Man City really, aren't we? So, you know, yeah. one win from those yeah. first three games is pretty decent. And I've I got to say, fair play to the club for holding their ground on Njai. We, we we know he wanted to leave, but we're, we're willing to take that risk of him leaving at the end of the season for zero pounds. And I'm really happy about it. What's twenty million pounds or so at the end of the day when you're a Premier League club? I mean, it buys you like a backup midfielder and a backup striker from the Swedish leagues. Like, I'd rather just see the good player that we we have already, this generational talent. So, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely over the moon, mate. The deadline's gone. We've got Anjai until January at the very least. You think? Yeah, and like I say, I think it's obviously there were a lot of talk about this twenty million pound budget that we had, and people were saying it weren't enough and stuff. And we've not actually even spent that. If you count the Archer deal as a loan, which is what it basically is, mm. um, we're going to recoup that if we go down. So no, no problems there. You know, we might lose and die for nothing at the end of the season, but we've got other assets here that we could sell at the end of the season if the worst case scenario happens. You know, with Anel, obviously we brought Souza in. He's played well in the first few games. Hamer's another one, um, and we've. As far as I could see, I mean, I know the report of FIFA Sousa is £10 million or whatever. I don't think it is that much. Obviously, bought Trusty in as well, um, £5 million. I think we spend like a net spend of about £10 million there, aren't we? I think. Like, if you, if you, if you class in the Archer deal as a, as a loan deal, which is what it is. Um, yeah, and and obviously, I think Tom Davies coming in, you know, that were a no-brainer once he got released, getting him in as quick as possible. He's, um, you know, he needed a pre-season behind him and... And, and a feel of how we want to play. And I think, although he's not started any games, I think he's come on and, and made a bit of a difference in all the games he's come on in. Mm. 
Yeah, and hopefully avoids any uh, long-term injuries in the uh, in the coming weeks as well. Um, do, you, yeah. do, do you have any worries about Njai, like, you know, reacting badly to this? I mean, we haven't seen that all in these first three games. Obviously, he's played like he always plays, which is just like hell mm-hmm. for leather, trying to drag the team to a win. Have you, have you got any concerns about him potentially downing tools, like, you know, throwing the toys no, out the pram? Like Obviously, there's been a few mutters and people saying he's not been quite as productive as he has as he was last season, but he's in a higher level, you know, mm-hmm. he, it's difficult to adapt. Um, but I, I'm sure that'll come. But I think what what really pleased me with the first, the, probably the first three is that we don't look out of his depth whatsoever. Mm. You know that 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 midfield of Souza, Aimer, <clears throat> um, and uh, obviously Normal for the first game, it was enough to get us through. And I think you know we we saw bits and pieces from all of them um, to get us through. And then against Forest, obviously we lost two one. I think it was just the game too far for us all. He had that, you know, really, really good debut and, and he didn't really get a sniff against uh, against Forrest. But we had no one to come off the, off the bench, obviously. Archer had not come in yet. Uh, Wood had not come in yet. Mm. So I think that's why we lost against Forrest, I think. And obviously Wood scored as well. Uh, and against City, you know, we put up a valiant fight. All right, it's September the second, and oh, I'm I'm very very much looking forward to this one, mate. The the Blades beat Everton in a five goal thriller at Bramall Lane. Great game, mm. I thought. Um, you know, I, I thought we'd kind of missed our opportunity. We went two one up at half time, and then obviously concede quite early in the second half, and sort of looked like the game slipping away from us. But then we we win that late corner. McBurney gets a header on it. Pickford. Makes a phenomenal first save, but McBurney gets to the rebound. Mm. It is Pickford on the head, bobbles into the net. 95th minute winner. Great game, great moment. Two two wins out of three at home now. Um, yeah, what a feeling, mate. Great, great moment to win a, win a game like that at the death in the Premier League. Absolutely superb. And obviously, Archer on his debut, um, mm. getting sort of two goals or whatever. But yeah, <clears throat> and like I say, that's... Um... Back to back home wins, and that just sets you up for the season, doesn't it? If you manage to, you know, this could this game could have gone either way. You know, they could have won this game. There's no doubt about that. They, they definitely took control in the second half. But those little small, small margins, you know, if they go your way, they can completely change an entire season, can't they? And who knows? You know, that might give us like a a, a real boost now. That you know, played played four, one two, lost two, um, six points on the board. Yeah. absolutely take that yeah yeah absolutely from uh yeah from where we were like a few weeks before the start of the season yeah it's uh definitely take that um it was a great game we, we didn't play brilliantly but we we stuck in it and yeah to score three goals in the premier league i mean i i can't remember the last time that happened uh for us it would have been yeah i don't even know did we score three uh well oh yeah man you again under wilder in 2019 or whatever the heck it was yeah yeah. that's yeah yeah going back a long way and uh yes three points keeps us just above the relegation places as well can't ask for much more than that really can you absolutely not now really really impressed and you know mid-table take that at the end of the season it is the 10th of september and well, well, we don't have like a positive result to talk about. I think it was still worth recording a podcast because one of the biggest off-field results that the club could probably have all season, and that is Njai signs a new contract with Sheffield United, a three-year deal. Probably makes him the highest player in the history of our club and perhaps yeah. perhaps the, the future of our club as well. It might be a long time before we pay someone this much money. Um, mm. We talked about this before, mate. I, th- I think this is... 
This is the João Pedro contract, isn't it? I don't think anyone's under any illusions as to how this works. And that is basically, we all know when Jai's going at the end of this season, regardless. But now he gets the short-term benefit of being extremely highly paid for the rest of this season. You know, I'm sure we're really Mm -hmm. pushing the boat out financially to to pay him this contract. And we're protected financially. He's not going to leave for nothing at the end of the season. And who knows, he, he might end up, somewhere better than you know Marseille that have been after him I mean you know they're, they're knocked out of the Champions League already they're mm. you know they're mid-table yeah mid-table yeah. yeah mid-table in Ligue 1 they've, they've got some outsized personalities should we say in that squad as well I don't know if that's I don't know I, I wonder if Njai at the end of the season might think I'm still in my early 20s do I really need to go to my boiled club right now or can I have a popper, like a proper top six Premier League team or something like that? But your reaction, mate, to this news and Jai signs a new deal? It's fantastic, obviously, news. And like I said, we're not going to... Realistically, even if we'd have lost him for free at the end of the season, I think with uh, the burger sale, um, I, I think that would have been enough because we'd have probably, you know, we could have sold Anel or Hamer, as I said, you know, mm. someone like that. But the fact that now we're probably going to get money for him, well, we'll get money for him if, if we do go down. Um, absolutely superb news. And I do think the, the Marseille move would have been poor for him because it's not it's not the best league. They're a bit of a, yeah, as we've seen, you know, they're not, they're not doing fantastic in the league. Can you imagine if he'd have gone, you know, with the, how bad they're playing? I think that could have been a real, really harmed his development. And I think it's the best move for everyone. And yeah, fantastic, fantastic day for the club. Yeah, good, good. Like, I feel so positively about him that he's willing to... I mean, obviously, he's been financially rewarded, but, um, yeah, for him to sign this deal and, like, commit to us for the rest of the season. And, yeah, the way he's playing, you know, he's, he's, he's been helping us pick up points and he, looking kind of like our only real Premier League player so far. I mean, you know... We, we... I think him and McBurn have looked really good. And, um, and yeah, and I think, yeah, but, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Mm. I'm just really glad we told Marseille to get lost. I mean, he, he can still go there at the end of this season if they if they want him badly enough. They'll meet his release clause. But this, yeah, this way he gives himself a season to potentially go to like an even bigger team uh, than yeah this one. That's I don't know. They're never going to win league on as long as PSG exists, surely. So yeah, how, no. I, I think he's I think he's done the right thing for himself and uh, definitely for Sheffield United because we we get what we all want. We get that. One more season out of Njai, and we get some money when he does leave as well. So let's say well, we held us a... nervous. Yeah, we held us nervous. Obviously, Njai, by all reports, were extremely disappointed that we turned down the uh, Marseille move. And there were a lot of talk about him downing tools and all this. I didn't think that were ever going to happen. Who's going to down tools when you're a Premier League club? Do you know what I mean? When you play in the Premier League, you're yeah, not exactly. Say, That's done. He's he's going to play for a move if nothing else. And um, yeah, and like I say, I think it's the it's the best situation um, all round and absolute. You know, credit. Like I say, if we'd have lost him at the beginning of the season, where you know people were talking and thinking, along with Berger, can you imagine the outrage? Can you imagine everyone how, how mad everyone would have been about that if we'd have lost both of them at the start of the season? I don't it, want to think about it. Would have been it. a disaster, wouldn't it? Probably be sat here on I don't know one point now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's hard, hard to imagine us picking up too many other points, isn't it? But uh, fortunately, he stayed. He's playing well, and yeah, we're. Um... We're still, you know, we're still a relegation candidate, obviously, but at least we have still got those. We've got those six points on the board with that win over, over Everton. So uh, yeah, things are uh, things are looking pretty good. It's, it's it's going better than I thought it would certainly to start this season.
is September the 16th and United have just pulled off a massive shock going to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, getting absolutely battered for the entire game, but pulling off a, a smash and grab 1-0 win thanks to uh, mm. Hamer's goal firing in at the far post for a rare attack for United who really rode their luck in this one. Um, and, and I think look- we need to talk about the elephant in the room here before we start, which is the injury time, which the Tottenham fans have had done the view from. And the injury, oh, probably the, the most bitter view from of all time. Um, because obviously, they thought we were time-wasting. I thought we were time-wasting. I, I presume you thought we were time-wasting. But when he held the board up for five minutes, I was like, oh, I'll take that. And I think their head dropped actually after that as well. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that, but yeah, the head's going down. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we've all seen the, the sort of talk sport personalities, you know, talking about, you know, how disgraceful uh, it was, like anti football performance from Sheffield United, like the Premier yeah. League doesn't. Well, Tim need Sherwood, that. obviously, Tim Sherwood, you went to this game, I didn't, I didn't manage to get to this one, but mm. Tim Sherwood, I was watching, and I swear I saw a tear roll down his eye <laughs> when, um, when the time whistle were, were, was blown. So, yeah, it, it I don't care. I don't care what any of them think. One one nil. That's it. You know, yeah. five minutes in time. It's not as if it's like one minute, is it? No, I mean this is Spurs. They had ninety minutes to score a goal past us, and they couldn't. Like you know, look yeah. at the, look at their team. Look at the players they're bringing on. Like Richarlison costs like fifty million or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, exactly. I have. Yeah. It's uh, very little sympathy from me, and I feel like we've earned that bit of luck. And that's just how football goes sometimes. And I mean, look, we've we've been a big fish in the Championship and in League One and stuff where. You know, teams smash and grab us, and we're we're bemoaning you know lack of injury time or whatever at the end of the game. And yeah, it's it's nice to be on the other end of that for once. I I thought it was going to be slightly more than five minutes. I don't think we wasted time quite as badly as Spurs fans were kind of claiming. But yeah, we 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 maybe got away with one there. But what a fantastic result! And yeah, three more precious points that I don't think any of us expected going into that one. All right, it's October the 21st. We have just drawn one all at home to Man U. We've, we've arrested a, a rough little run of form there, mate, against some quite yeah. decent teams. You know, we, we obviously had that, that Newcastle defeat where we lost lost 4-0. You know, that was a, a bit of a wake-up call, that one. And then, yeah. you know, West Ham, they're, they're a good team. I don't really expect much out of that. The, the Fulham game, I don't know. Oh, I, I, that's the poorest of the season, the Fulham game. Mm. Newcastle obviously lost 4-0, 3-0 down, three really dodgy goals, I think it's fair to say. But... I think the results earlier in the season meant that we had that sort of, that sort of pride and that uh, confidence to, you know, not completely fold because you know they're a good side Newcastle. It could have been seven or eight realistically if we'd have you know if we'd have uh, if we'd have just down tools. But you know, I think those early wins uh, in the season certainly could have back at the top and gave us that bit more steel. West Ham, very good side, just brushed us aside. Really, Fulham's the only game this season so far where I've been really, really angry with them. Mm, yeah, I mean injuries kind of kicking in. You know, we we we, we, yeah. just, we didn't play well, did we? And you know, Jack Robinson gets that early red card as well. That, that doesn't help matters. So um, yeah, it was it was a good good response, I thought, against a a really a really poor Man United team. It's fair to say. I mean, it's not like we've you know, mm. I, I don't feel like we've pulled off a massive coup here in drawing one all at home to them. And dare I say, it, a team with um, you know a bit more a bit more talent probably would expect to uh, have beaten them on that performance, but. At least they, mm. you know, Manu had to like respect us on the counter attack. I thought, and the way that we press with, you know, and Jai and McTee and uh, McBurney and Hamer, they they couldn't just push like I don't know Lindelof or someone into midfield and 
and just swamp us in mm. the second half. And yeah, I, th- I think one all was about about a fair result. I thought. I mean, they obviously you know they missed yeah. a couple of chances, but they they had to respect us. And yeah, that's that's kind of all I want out of out of this team really for competing week to week against some good teams. Yeah, the injuries are absolutely killing us. Obviously, um, I know there's a lot of debate about that, but this game for me. Uh, obviously McBurney went off injured he's the latest injury mm. and I know there's been a lot of criticism about well, obviously when we signed Chris Wood from Forest because uh, in the last three in particular he's not really done much has he you know it, obviously um, he's, he's not really I don't know he's looked a little bit slow but I think this is the sort of game where you think if he wasn't there against Man United we'd have absolutely no focal point whatsoever we'd have had to just obviously brilliant Brewster's bite but we'd have been lumping it up to you know Endai and Brewster or Archer and then you know not everyone's going to keep hold of the ball and win the ball or anything like that. But this is what we're saying at the time. You've got to wait for your good loans. You know what I mean? If you go mm. too early, you might, I don't know, end up with a, I don't know, a reserve championship left back or something like that. Yeah, fortunately not. Um, yeah, th- I mean, this exact this situation is why you signed Chris Wood, isn't it? I mean, we said at the start of the season, we probably need McBurney to become our all-time Premier League top scorer if we're going to if we're gonna stay up this season. I, that's, that might still be in play, but... At least having Wood in the building, it gives us a little bit of wriggle room. I mean, look, realistically, McBurney it just rarely seems to stay fit for longer than a couple of months at the moment, does he? And, yeah. and by the moment, I mean, I think the it's last a no brainer. No brainer, right? But yeah, we are. Obviously, we will link with Keith Moore as well. I'd have taken him as well. Just just somebody, you know, who can hold the ball up because the other strikers we've got, including Ndai, are all pretty similar in a way, certainly in build and, you know, in height and stuff like that. Mm. So really important, I think, that we got someone in because obviously he looks like he's going to be out for a month now, uh, joining the rest of them. Um, but it's great that we've still got that, that focal point up front and we've still got Endai and we've still got Archer and Brewster's back, so it's not looking that bad, really. No, not really. So that that point, it takes us to 10 points. I mean, look, we're, we're, still, we're still looking over our shoulders a bit. I think we'll be... You know, I think we'll be doing that for the the majority of the season, to be honest. But um, yeah, ten points at this stage is is a solid start, and I think the the best thing I take out of all this is that we we do look like we can compete week to week, even with the injuries. It looks like most teams. I know we just we just had this little run here where we've not won for four games, but most teams have to worry about us a little bit, and I think that's all we really wanted this season, isn't it? Just just compete yeah, and give us give us something to shout about, I suppose. <clears throat> So, yeah, absolutely agree, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, big big point because we got we got Arsenal next. You know, you fancy that's probably um, yeah probably going to be a defeat. You know, they're flying out. It might even be a, a heavy defeat the way the the injuries are kind of stacking up. And uh, then we've got Wolves at home, and I mean, Wolves, nothing to worry about really, are they? Should we do? Uh, we're back in the room. We're back to. We're back to. Reality. How do we have to do this? Can we just stick into this world. We've got ten points. I'm just going to pretend we've got ten points. Like that's it. Yeah. Bad news, my friend. We do not have ten points. We have one point from ten games. Ugh, we are the with the lowest scorers. We've got the. We've conceded the most goals. We take the least amount of shots. We allow the most shots. It's. Uh, it's not looking good. Hecky Bottom. Hecky Bottom's still here. Um, I think there was a lot. I'm of... really surprised by this. I want. I'd like to. Yeah. You know, I'd like to use this to clarify my own thoughts on Hecky Bottom because obviously I did that video for Johnny where I basically tried to build up to a really bad punchline and uh, he's backfired. Um, I don't. I, I, I think it'd be so harsh if he got fired. I, but I don't think it, it's a ludicrous decision to fire him at the same time. I think everyone's sort of going to these camps, aren't they, at the moment where. How dare you say he should go? How dare you say he should stay? You know, I think there's some nuance in it. I think we have underperformed. We've just talked about those fictional games and things like that. You know, we could have picked up more points. I think um, we should never be losing eight 0 at home, for instance. Um, 
But I, I still think he's been given no tools to do what he wants to do. We've just done that thing there and in that fictional world, we've got Suiza and Tom Davis and Aimer in before the season started. And I think that makes such a huge difference. You know, if we'd have beat Palace in that first game and then and then we would have gone to, you know, the, the, I don't think that 8-0 happens, put it that way, if we've won a game this season or if we if were on, a, on a, a run of results. And I think everything's snowballed. The injuries have all caught up. I'd, you, you can change the manager for me and I don't think anything's anything's at all is going to change. I understand why people want to do it, but I, I, I just, I think it's, yeah, you, you know, put Pep Guardiola and his, Alan Shearer said it or whatever, but, and I don't think anything changes, but at the same time, I think it's, a, you know, it's, it sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but I don't think there's a, a right or wrong. I, I can see why people do want to change because it has been abysmal. Yeah, I mean, and, and the the more abysmal games we string together, the <clears throat> the less defensible it is not to change manager, I yeah. think, just to do something. But I, I'm, yep. I'm kind of glad we've, We've hung. I am glad we've hung on in there for now because I think he. I think he deserves. I mean, I, I think he deserves the. Uh, maybe deserves is the wrong word. I would just let him have the full season because I. I assume mm-hmm. that the club believes he is the man for the long term, far beyond this season, which they essentially approached as like we're getting relegated anyway. Like sod it. Um, this next little run of fixtures, particularly these two home games against Wolves and Bournemouth, and look, both of these teams. Are better than us. They're both above us in the table. Yeah. They're both, uh, particularly Wolves, are in, in quite decent form at the moment. But yeah. they are easier fixtures. And then you've got Burnley away as well at the start of December. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see Heckybottom have these three to four games at least to show me that we can yeah. play play better than we have been doing. And if we're not, you know, if we're still going to, if, you know, if we're getting completely outplayed by Wolves on Saturday and have no threat whatsoever, it does become difficult to. Resist change, even if it, um, even if it I think, is for nothing. I think the, the, if the people who would argue against that would be saying, um, you know, well, well, why risk it? You know, why not get someone in now? What? It's too late then. You know, if we mm. if we if we lose those those games, and I, I mean, I'll take on board that view, but I think he deserves it. I think. Well, my I, I my think view is it's too late anyway. Like I, I just I've, I've accept, I agree, but I've obviously lot, I agree with you completely. I agree with you completely, but I know a lot of people don't. Well, not a lot of people. You know, I'd say it's still quite. A, I, I mean, who am I? I don't speak for the fans or anything, but I think like I'd say it's a minority who still think we've got a chance, even though we're only you know so what four points off relegation or something. I think with all the injuries and, and the squad as it is and all that sort of stuff, I don't think we've got a chance. But if you think we have got a chance. And this is what I was trying to get across, actually, overall on, on the video that I did for Johnny, is that if you think we've got a chance of staying up, I can completely understand why you want to change the manager because mm. that's the only thing we've got left. That's the only other option we've got left. The preseason's done. We've sold a die. We've not brought plays in early enough. The injuries have stacked up. Mm. We have you know, lost games. You, you can't change anything other than the manager. So I do understand that way of thinking. But I don't know. I, I personally think it's a bit naive to think that we're just going to click his fingers, Wilder comes in, or, or whoever it is. And all of a sudden, these group, this group of players are going to storm up the league. I think even if you get an extra 10 to 15% out of these players, you're probably looking on Saturday going from a 5-0 to a 3-0. I don't think it makes that much difference, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perhaps not. Um, so Wolves, then, uh, very statistically very comparable with Man United so far this season. Um, and they are, where are they? They are, yeah, just three points behind Man United. They've been... They've been super mid-table, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I should take some encouragement out of that. You know, we gave Man United a game for 50 minutes, albeit with McBurney on the pitch, and unfortunately, in yeah. this reality, 
we don't have a Holly <laughs> McBurney replacement. Um, no. Yeah, so they they've uh, they allow a lot of shots. They allow the six most shots in the league. The the keeper Jose Sarr has been phenomenal. He has the highest. Um, he saved the most goals in the league. If you look at the xG on target that he's faced and the actual goals conceded, so mm. by that measure, he's the best best shot stopper in the league. Um, but yeah, they allow a ton of shots. Pedro Neto is out injured. This blew my mind, mate. He's, yeah, yeah, he has seven assists already this season. Yeah, he's been absolutely superb. That's I mean, the I've same amount of goals views. that we've scored. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a few views um, already for the Wolves game. Sending to Hal Sheffield that works. That's to a preview. And they're saying that they're open. They can get by because, and I don't blame them for this because it's only us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, the the guy who they think is probably going to come in for him is uh, a, a certain Tommy Doyle. Oh, well, um, yeah. I forgot he plays for this. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So I can sort of see how this, this is going to end. He'll but... <laughs> <laughs> get a good reception, Doyle. He was, uh, he was a big player for us down the stretch. Um, the, the other one, the statistical quirk that uh, jumped out at me, uh, Huang He Chan. He, he wasn't starting for them in the first few weeks, but he's, he's now their top scorer and he's... His goals per ninety minute ratio is exactly the same as Erling Haaland this season, so right. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, but overall, they're a mid-table team, which means they're not as good as Arsenal. They're not as good as Newcastle. Um, possibly not as good as West Ham. They're about as good as Man United. Who, yeah, if we'd, I don't know, if we'd stayed fit, I suppose, and had a bit more about us in the second half, maybe we could have. Yeah. Got a draw from that game as our, our fantasy situation spelled out, but and, that, yeah. and I think it's probably fair to say as well that Manuel will finish above Wolves. I think on paper this is our easiest game since Everton. I think that's pretty. Yeah, Listen I think this them, is yeah. our easiest game with it. With it being well, I'm just mean with this being at home as well. I think that might t- t- you know put it into the favour, but they are still better than us. You know that I don't. I, Again, you know, if there's any Wolves fans listening, go, what are you on about? You are still better. You know, we're not saying that, but we have to pick out games that we think we've got a chance in. And this is absolutely a game at the beginning of the season. You think, if we can get three points from that one, that'd be, you know, that that's that's one you can aim for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I can't really call it good news. It's kind of a bright spot, but Baldock was back on the bench against Arsenal and he, mm. he did come on as well. Um, and LaRouche was yes, on the bench as well. Which one? Baldock? Yeah. Baldock, maybe Larucci as well. Uh, I'd say both. I, think I, I want to see both. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dead batch report. Um, I've not seen the game. I were, I, I were out all day, but um, and he, I think he said one of Thomas's better games. But I think he's still getting four out of ten or something like that. So, yeah, give give Larucci a go. Um, so after before at the back again, I would have thought no no injuries. Obviously coming back in the defensive side of things. No McBurney, and this is where it really frustrates me. Obviously those uh, reports came out, and you don't know how true they are, but the reports came out about. We wanted we wanted another striker at the end, and, and the rumours are they were Chris Wood uh, on loan, and we we couldn't finance it. I, I I really don't know how this team holds the ball up from. We've lost Endai, we've lost McBurney, no replacements for anyone who can hold a ball up up from. Archers are completely. I feel a bit sorry for Archers to a degree, obviously, and and all this sort of stuff. But we're not, and this is what I worried about when we did sign him is that we're not playing to his strengths whatsoever. He's a goal scorer. That's his main asset. He's a brilliant goal scorer. We've seen, you know, he's already scored two, but he gets shots off, and he's, you know, he's, mm. he's, he's, he's lively around the box. But we don't create anything. I just don't know how him and Brewster are gonna hold the ball up. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see what we do in attack. I, I would like Larouche to play because I just, 
this team's so devoid of attacking ability at the moment. Like, just just accept that he's not a good defender, but can actually give you something going the other way. Like, let's, let's just have a few more players that other teams have to worry about because most of them are, are injured, I suppose. So, yeah, I, I wonder mm. if we'll be just seeing like one one forward again. Maybe I, I doubt it'll be Brewster. It sounds like you know had a typical Brewster in the Premier League game where he just wasn't involved in the slightest against Arsenal. Which I don't know. It's tough. I mean, obviously, tough we should probably mention. We played four five one, didn't we, against Arsenal? Mm. I don't think you can read. The reason we've not analysed it or looked at anything of it is because I don't think you can analyse. We could have played at our absolute peak, and we'll probably still lose that game two or three nil because Arsenal are fantastic. You know, if we'd have put in the best performance of the season, because Arsenal are that good. But um, we obviously we, we did change it a little bit by not going to up front and putting. I think it was like Slamani obviously came into midfield um, and, and playing the one up front. Maybe we'll go back to that again. Maybe we'll give that another try. It might be four, five, one. Brewster up front on his own, but again, not the sort of hold-up player that you need really when you're one up front. Yeah, can we can we get three forwards on at once? Do you think that's the thing we can do? Like five. five. Have we got a five. Is Sola back? Uh, no, or at least he wasn't. Um, we've got Ryan one a, on a. I don't know how you say it. Of course we have. Yeah. Uh, have you got Troy or a? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. You, I mean, you yeah, could do it. I was just wondering if you can do something with, um, I don't know, keep Brewster in the middle, um, or maybe Archer in the middle. I, I've no idea, mate. I'm, it's proper decks on the um, uh, deck chairs on the Titanic type thing, isn't it? Um, mm, it is. It is. And, it, and, it, and this is, you know, the injury situation I think we've gone from, for me, we've gone from having very, very, very little chance to no chance because we've got no options. We, there's nothing really that we can do. I mean, you know, if everyone was, say, fully fit, you could even be saying, should we put Tom Davis in, run around a little bit, you know, put mm. a bit more uh, a bit more grafted in that? Or, you know, do we even uh, go on, Jefferson, you know what I mean? If he'd have, I don't know what's obviously up with him, but if he or a Sula stay fit, at least you've got options there. They're different sort of players. Uh, mm. To me, Archer and Bruce are very, very similar players Yeah, um, in yeah. terms of like what they offer. And, so, and then Traore... Uh, you know, he's he's like the mini version of Brewster and Archer, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's bit, like the yeah. he's like a youth team player, which is uh, you know, obviously in that f- fictional thing we did. If we did spend four million on on Traore, I mean, he, he could come good. And I don't want to write him off. I, I, you know, slag Mackety off last season. He came really good. So I'm often wrong, but I've seen nothing so far to suggest that that looks a good signing. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Well. Um... As I say, it's uh, it's a game we have a chance in, uh, you know, for, for what it's worth, I suppose, with you know, whatever team we put out. But yeah, if you get get ugh, can't speak, get Bulldog into the starting lineup. I would like to see Larouche just for that bit of attacking. You know, can we can we just prioritise giving Hamer the ball as much as possible? I, I, I don't know. I yeah. feel like he's been a bit isolated for quite a few games now. I don't know if we need. Mm. I don't know if we need Norwood and Souza in the same team, to be honest, but. Again, I suppose it comes down to if your alternative is, does that mean you're starting John you Flake? Put, I've not seen Solani. I've still not seen yeah, Solani. True. I know people say he didn't get many touches. But again, Arsenal away. I'm not going to judge him on Arsenal away. No, no. Um, so maybe Solani comes in. Maybe Souza, Slomani and Aimer. You know, completely mm. new midfield from last season. But And then maybe McAtee just behind a strike. I don't know. I really, yeah. really don't know. We, we've got to be getting to the stage of like, just bomb. just, I don't know, just almost throwing like, <laughs> throwing like cards with people's names on it, like up in the air, and just seeing where they land. Basically, and just yeah. like, let's just yeah, give it yeah, a go yeah, this yeah. week. I mean, this is the thing I keep coming back to is like we're terrible at everything right now. We can't attack, we can't defend. You got to change something. Like you just got to try something. So I, you know, 
I get people that will be like, you know, putting LaRouche into a back four is, is a disaster defensively, but who cares? We're a disaster yeah. defensively anyway. Like, let's let's try and find some <clears throat> upside in our team than rather yeah. than just being like, well, they're, they're terrible. So just, you know, we need to make us. I guess it comes down to like, stop trying to, I don't want us to be trying to put like, yeah, sticking plaster over, over wounds, I suppose. I want us to be more proactive and think like, Maybe if we try this and you know have a few more players that other teams have to worry about, we'll get a better, more competitive game in which we can potentially yeah. get some points. You never know, mate. You never yeah. know. But um... you never know. It might. It might work. It might not. I do wonder with Baldock being back and people are not going to be happy about this. Oh, I suppose we could play three at the back again, couldn't we? The right centre half Baldock obviously played there against Cardiff last season. I'm not saying I want that to happen, but I, I do wonder if we'll go back to that. Yeah. Anyway, McBurney is out till the end of the month. It sounds like. Any word on Almadotic? Yeah. Is he out? Similar. On who? Sorry. Almadotic. Um. Again, I think it's a couple of weeks to a month or something like that. Who knows? You know what yeah. I mean. We're never going to get the truth from Ekin, but anyway, are we? So. I suppose not. Um. Well, well, got one one bright note to finish on, and that is my cousin is coming to this game. Who's a Sort of occasional Blades fan. He doesn't live in Sheffield, but he's he's coming up from uni for this one. He has never seen us lose a game of football, and he's been to he's been through like games where we've been good and games where we've been terrible. Like in terms of seasons where we've been mm. good and terrible, been League One. Uh, yeah. He's seen us winning the Premier League before. He's seen us in the Championship, obviously. So this is the real test. If he can see us <laughs> not lose this team, not lose on Saturday. Uh, I think we should probably arrange for a, a season ticket for him for the rest of the year. Do a we do a Wednesday fan style go for me uh, <laughs> for him to get a season <laughs> ticket. You can raise two million pounds. <laughs> oh dear! Well, I mean, just I feel that really, that did depress me a little bit. That um, the Wednesday owner asking for money from mm-hmm. fans, more money from fans, but. At the same time, I have to respect that every time we're, you know, you just think like United couldn't get any lower. Wednesday seem to just pull some out of the bag, don't they? I know they finally won a game at the weekend, so we're now the only, yeah. we're the yeah, only yeah, club yeah. in the '92 that's not won a game. Is that right? You'll never sing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully that first win comes this week, and I think I just want the monkey off the back now. Like I said, I've, I've resigned to our fate. I just, I'd just rather not go into December without having won a game, which is. Yeah, if we don't win on Saturday, it's probably fifty-fifty at best. Whether we do that, I just I, I don't know. Like I say, it's he's, he's already got the point for me where I'm, and I think well, yeah, a lot of United fans are similar. You know, a lot I know a lot of you know the guys who go away from home every week. I've seen a couple of them on Twitter saying you need a change because they're all going with their heads down. You're sort of like mm, here we go again, <laughs> and I get that. I totally get that. If you want, you know, I think if Wilder did come in on Saturday, for instance, you, you get that initial. Everyone behind him, Chris Wilder is one of our own, but is it a long-term strategy? I, I don't think so. So I just, I really, really hope that we, we pick up a win for Eckingbottom's sake. But I say this, <clears throat> the way we've done business in the past, we could finish this podcast and, you know, by tomorrow Eckingbottom's gone because I don't think there's any, the, you know, when, when we've changed managers and stuff before, there's, it's not as if, you know, there'd be no rhyme or reason behind it, has there? Yeah, there's not always seemed like a... A coherent plan, I suppose. <laughs> like, okay. I that... think we sacked Wilder the day before Leicester. I think when we lost five 0 I think that's right. Or, or he left, or whatever. So whatever <laughs> happened. So, yeah, yeah, get that right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then obviously with Jakanovic, um, we beat Reading. Yeah, yeah. And then he got fired. So yeah. So I think he got sacked a couple of days after we beat Reading. So yeah, I'm not. I'm certainly not. 
I'm not saying I, I think just because it's Wednesday and he's not gone yet, I don't think that necessarily means he's not gonna go in the next couple of weeks or whatever, even if we beat Wolves. Imagine if we beat Wolves and then sack him the following day. Well let's yeah. let's hope the first part of that comes to pass anyway. I wanna see my team win again. It's been a it's been a while. Six months. six months, I think. I mean, all right, three of them, or two and a half of them, there wasn't actually any football. But um, yes, yeah. we're, we're long overdue. I haven't seen us win since that Preston home game. Um, were you at that one? I think you were, weren't you? you know, we yeah, won... yeah, yeah, 4 yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're due, mate, yeah. aren't we? We're due. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that arrives this weekend and we'll all feel uh, a little bit brighter, I assume. Um, what you got to plug, mate? You, you've got a new thing out for the pinch, haven't you? Yeah, the, the Brian Dean story, uh, VHS. Um, if I'm going to be honest, don't. I won't watch the video. It's not <laughs> the most uh, en- engrossing uh, piece of media I've ever watched. But yeah, I did an article on that for the pinch. Uh, you know, go and check that out. Um, obviously, the view from Arsenal. And thanks for everyone who's still reading these, by the way. Um, That's very dedicated like of you people. to do that, I have to say. It really is. I don't even think you're reading them. I know Eggy's not either, and like a couple of no, other people. Sorry, I've read which for I understand. Few weeks. So, <laughs> I, I totally understand. Totally, totally, totally understand. You know, I, I know, I know. You're not know, to look at my views, going, "Oh God!" <laughs> you get these notifications like uh, your views are down. Let's see how we can uh, uh, like. It's not, well, unless you can make my team win, they're not going to go up, are they? So no, exactly. Um, yeah, but it's, thanks for everyone who's still reading them because uh, they, they are pretty hard to do at the moment. Um, and yeah, we've got a mainly episode out. Uh, Mike Parry um, re- revisited uh, Mike Parry and. Some of his more outrageous quotes, and we decide whether he's got a point or not. And spoiler alert, <laughs> most of the time he hasn't. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I look forward to that. Yeah, that's Living With Maidley and Roy'sViewFrom.com. Uh, new new edition of Women in Women of Steel came out this morning. That's Women yeah, of Steel. Yeah, I read this morning, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. uh, womenofsteel.substack.com. It's free to read. But, um, yeah, United's Tara Bourne, her first England under-23 start mm. the other day, which is, um, yeah, as I, as I wrote about, is like a little badge of honour for United. You know, we're obviously a second-tier team. And, um, yeah, we've got one of the very few uh, non-women's Super League players um, in, in that England under-23 lineup are, uh, are on our book. So, yeah, with the club kind of just shifting to this full-time model over the summer, that kind of, uh, I don't know, hopefully it shows to any young women footballers who are like on the fringe of WSL squads that, you know, it's a good place to go to and you're still going to get the international recognition. So, yeah, yeah recognition. might be yeah. something to um, keep an eye on for next season. But yeah, well done. Well done to Tara. She uh, started in a 2-0 win for uh, for England. So that is, um, yeah, womenofsteel.substack.com and they play again this weekend. So there'll be a, another match report after that one. Um, right, mate. Well, I think that's it. I, I hope people uh, enjoyed our little trip down to um, into an alternate reality. I know I did. It was... Do you know? Um, so, so before I forget, there's a, there's a podcast I listen to. I think it's I think it's called Live and Kicking. It's like a '90s football podcast. Mm. Um, and they did this once about oh, what must be two or three years ago. Where they did a, a pre-season preview for the '91 92 season, as if it had not happened. I'm like, oh, I can see Tottenham doing well this year and all that. <laughs> and I listened to it thinking, "We're a bunch of idiots," and here we are. Same basically. That's that's. I did enjoy that, so hopefully people enjoy ours. So. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't make you feel too too gloomy. I think we're just 
well, don't think you think we are a bunch of idiots, I suppose. But if you do, that's. Uh... I like the idea of someone skipping halfway through and you saying, "Oh, obviously when we beat Tottenham," and then I'm going, "What? He's lost it. That's it." <laughs> <laughs> the seasons, the seasons driven him do lally already. Yeah, I hope... also love the idea of someone just skipping to the middle or not really paying attention and thinking they've got into an alternative reality. And we're going, "I'm sighted with ten points now. It's looking good." <laughs> <laughs> you never know, mate. You never know. Um... Right. Okay. We'll wrap it there. Thanks for your uh, thanks for your time and effort on coming up with those um, alternate realities, mate. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll see you uh, on Saturday. If not, um, if yeah. not pretty much, then I'm sure I'll bump into you in the match. But um, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Thanks again for your time, pal. I'll, I'll see you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers.